Let us be attentive. Sing praises to our God, sing praises. Clap your hands, all you nations. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Let us be attentive. Brethren, salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is now at hand. Let us then cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves becomingly as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery, and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. As for the man who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not for disputes over opinions. One believes he may eat anything, while the weak man eats only vegetables. Let not him who eats despise him who abstains, and let not him who abstains pass judgment on him who eats. For God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls and he will be upheld, for God is able to make him stand. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. said, if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father also will forgive you. But if you don't, do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And when you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by men. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, 
that the fasting may not be seen by men, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Good morning. I want, I want to describe to you a little scene from the famous Disney movie, A Little Mermaid. Although I wouldn't say that Disney movies are a great source of wisdom, I do want to share a little bit from a scene of The Little Mermaid. The main character, naturally a mermaid, her name was Ariel, right? Shares a fascination with all things human with her know-it-all seagull friend, Scuttle. It is in this scene, Ariel excitedly brings a bag that she, of stuff she got from a shipwreck. And she excitedly brings a number of things, of human-made things to her seagull friend, Scuttle, hoping he will know more about what the items are. To the excitement of her friend, she produces from her little bag a fork that she found. A fork. And she's so excited. And here's, here's the scene. Scuttle. Wow, look at this. Wow, this is very special. Very, very unusual. He says in a Brooklyn accent. Ariel, what? What is it? Scuttle, it's a dinglehopper. Humans use these little babies to straighten out their hair. Later on in the movie, Ariel the mermaid is transformed into a human. And while she is at a fancy dinner with the prince, she uses the fork to comb her hair. As the prince looks at her in shock, she embarrassingly puts it down, realizing that she was using the fork in the wrong way. Now, I want to share 
with you, not from a Disney movie, but from the greatest source of wisdom, the gospel. In today's gospel reading, we heard about using an another tool the wrong way. In the gospel lesson taken from the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus gives us the warning which the church repeats for us today. When you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by men. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. The problem here is not fasting, but fasting incorrectly. Jesus himself fasted in the wilderness for 40 days and also said that his disciples will fast. Jesus was not condemning communal fasts, such as the Day of Atonement, you know, Yom Kippur, or, but rather he, was, he warned against fasting and also personal fasts in a wrong way. Fasting in an ostentatious way, in a way to draw attention to oneself and one's so-called piety. Surely this kind of problem didn't just disappear with the coming of Christianity. St. John Chrysostom lamented fasting in the wrong way. He preached on today's gospel passage saying, here it is correct to sigh aloud and to wail bitterly, for not only do we imitate the hypocrites, but we have even surpassed them. For I know, actually I know many, he says, not merely fasting and making a display of it, but neglecting to fast and yet wearing the masks of them that fast. So in his day, St. John Chrysostom, uh, late 4th century, early 5th, thought many Christians were even worse than the hypocrites Jesus was describing, not just fasting for show, but even pretending to fast while neglecting to do so. Let us think about what we see today in our own church, in our own interactions with others. Isn't this sometimes the case with us today? We neglect to use or mis we neglect to use or even misuse a God-given tool like fasting. Maybe fasting is only done to keep up appearances rather than a sincere effort to grow closer to God. It should be noted also that the sick, the young, the very old should not fast or should have a modified fast depending on that person's uh, situation. Although there are dangers in fasting, by fasting the wrong way, today's gospel lesson also describes the reward for fasting the correct way. The gospel lesson reads, but when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by men, but by your father who is in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Jesus outlines the correct way of fasting with the aim not to be seen by men, but to grow closer to God. And your father who sees you in secret will reward you. Jesus also tells us to anoint your head and wash your face. 
in its historical context, things that are done before a feast or when showing joy would be to wash your face and anoint your head with oil. In other words, fasting should be done in a joyful, not a dour manner, always having in mind the whole joyful purpose of it all, to grow closer to God. It is reward from God that we seek, not from people. But our fasting is not only personal in our pursuit of growing closer to God, our fasting is also communal, as we are all members of the body of Christ, the church. In the early centuries of the church, the fast before Easter, which was short, grew into a fast done in solidarity with those preparing for baptism for 40 days. Those already baptized would fast with those fasting who were fasting in order to prepare for holy baptism on Holy Saturday. They fasted in solidarity with the catechumens. They fasted together, all being on the same team, the same body of Christ, the church. So although today's gospel lesson tells us to fast in secret, in another place, Jesus says about his disciples, they will fast. The church also encourages us to fast with others, our brothers and sisters in Christ. This same opportunity is presented to us beginning tomorrow, to fast as a community, building up our church while also fasting personally, growing closer to God. But as we fast, we must remember to do it the right way. Ariel the mermaid misused the fork that was given to her. She had a total misconception about what it was and how it was used. Let us not do the same thing with fasting. Let us, uh, let us avoid self-embarrassment before our Lord, before the heavenly banquet, by misusing fasting. Let us avoid self-embarrassment before our Lord, before the heavenly banquet. May the Lord our God, Jesus Christ, who fasted for 40 days in the wilderness and said that his disciples will fast, guide us to fast joyfully as we approach the day of resurrection. Amen.